Welcome to Creative Chemistry with Cosine, a podcast designed to help chemistry teachers break chemistry down step by step while using illustration to make your lessons more memorable and easier for students to learn. Let's get started. Why is it that finding protons, neutrons, and electrons is so hard for students when we teach them how to extract that information out of atomic mass and atomic number? Okay, in this episode, I want to explain why finding protons, neutrons, and electrons is so hard on our students and how illustrating the math will make the process so much easier for your students to remember. And then why it's so easy for us to skip steps. I know I've done it in so many different lessons, but how it actually takes us longer if you look at the lesson as a whole or however many weeks you're teaching. Uh, Again, I know we've all done that, but slow down during your lesson as hard as that is, but we'll get to that later. So those are three things I really want to cover in this lesson. And if you stay to the end, you'll hear about the bonus freebie that's available in my TPT store for you. Uh, You just click at the link in the show notes. It goes along with my doodle notes. So if you're a doodle note person, stay to the end. You're going to love this. Okay, so let's talk about why. Finding protons, neutrons, and electrons is so hard on our students. Well, it goes back to last week's episode. So when I talked about when we are teaching our lessons and we talk about protons, neutrons, and electrons, and students hear blah, 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 sun little ball, it's gray, it means nothing, blah, 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 (laughs) essentially. And the way I mitigate that is to throw in yellow for protons, green for neutrons, and blue for electrons. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you should probably stop and just go back and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But if you have, let's keep going. So what trips students up is they're looking for this information and they just want to copy it down because eh, most students are lazy. Most people are lazy. That's just a fact of life. And math is work. So what we're going to do is we want to try to show students where the information is with a diagram. And that makes it a little easier for them to get the information out. I like to tell my students that the element face that we're looking at is sort of like a present that hasn't been unwrapped yet. And that analogy seems to work pretty well for them. You can also use a code analogy if you have students who are interested to a lot of mysteries. So that also helps. So use an analogy like that to help them to let them know that this is not just copy and paste. Okay, there's going to be some math required, but it's not going to be bad. One of the hurdles I find students have is they'll, they'll say, well, I don't know where you're getting these numbers. So if you have a periodic table on the upper left side of your board, take your markers and draw whatever element you're going to explain protons, neutrons, and electrons coming from. Just draw an arrow if you can from that and have students draw an arrow or a little periodic table in the corner of their notes and then have them circle the element and and say, this is where the information is coming from and like literally put that on their page. That will really help. So then what you're doing is you're going to redraw that element face to the side of your periodic table. This is where you're going to need some color coded markers because we're going to do this. This is a color coding lesson. So we're going to do beryllium 
So if you're walking along doing this with me, practicing before you teach this lesson, draw a square and then put BE in the center of your square. And you can you can talk to students through this the same way. Above the BE, you're going to put four. Now that's going to be your atomic number. I like to tell students this is the little number because there's a lot of different ways periodic tables are formatted. And this way, no matter what the periodic table is formatted like, your students will be able to do it. Below the big B and little e, the big, you're going to put 9.01. Or you can do more decimals if your periodic table does it, whatever. The key part of this is that the 4 is yellow and the 9.01 is green and yellow. Because that's going to represent the protons and the neutrons. So then you're going back to the top. You're going to go back to the four, put an arrow and uh, to the right side, write atomic number and to the left side, write protons. And you want two arrows pointing to that four. And you're going to do the same thing for the mass number. So you're just setting this up for students in a super detailed way. So then um, by the 9.01 to the right, you're going to write mass number. And you're going to write mass number in yellow and green. And then you're going to write protons and neutrons in yellow and green. So protons in yellow and neutrons in green. And that's how this is going to go. So it's just color coding. It's, it's helping your students use color to get this information in their brain. And off to the side, you can say something about, you know, this is an element face. It's just showing what the atom looks like, but in a different way. So it's the same information, just packaged in a different way. That's the present analogy, the gift analogy, again, that hasn't been unwrapped. So then you can continue. And you have your element face to the left and the right. You might not, you need to redraw this again. So the protons are labeled for the four, and, and you color them. And then you've got protons and your neutrons, and that's labeled off to the left, and you're pointing to nine. Then what you're going to do off to the right is you're going to draw those protons for the atomic number. So you're going to draw four little yellow circles and you're going to put plus signs inside them. Then you're going to label atomic number. Then you're going to just right below that, just to the right side of this element face, you're going to write mass number and you're going to put four protons and five neutrons. And it's going to make so much sense to students. Uh, the only thing that's a little bit can can be a little bit confusing is that you tell students, OK, you're going to need to subtract, but you'll get a negative number if you leave it set up like this. So I just do a quick over to the side, show them, you know, you can also say it's can getting canceled out. You're canceling the protons out to get the neutrons. It depends on how you want to phrase it. I just flip it for my students, say, OK, this is how we got the information. Now we've got 9.01. It looks like this. It comes from the mass number. Then we've got four and the atomic number, and it looks like this, and then I subtract. And so you've got everything drawn out. You've got your mass number drawn out, your atomic number drawn out, and then that leaves you with neutrons, and you label those neutrons, and you also draw them out. So to the left-hand side of this, you've got a illustrated calculation for mass number minus atomic number equals neutrons. And that's a really powerful illustration for your students. Then on the right side, you've got 9.01, minus four is five. And so you have it two different ways for your math students who think in their logical brain and you're like your artsy craftsy, 
I couldn't care anything about school students uh, or their the left side brain. So you've got it all right there. This is a lesson that is going to be so, so powerful for your students. And again, you might want to remind them that the big number is protons and neutrons and the little number is atomic number. So if your students are starting out or, or struggling with chemistry, this is a great way to teach that. It really helps them out to to get this this math get around this math you know maybe you're teaching a a course that's uh, I think sometimes they call it fundamentals or developmental and this would really be great for that set of students. What I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast was that I have a present for you. So if you will go and sign up at the link in the show notes, you will get a set of doodle notes. It's about five pages, I think. They're not complete at this point. I'm editing them. And you can sign up for those doodle notes in the email. Uh, Just put your email in and you'll get the doodle notes straight to your email. I think you're going to love them. Let me know what you think of them. Email me back and tell me how you used them or what classes you used them with. And I would really love that. So thank you for sticking around for this lesson. I will see you next week.